0: But I would say, like, for the hiring process, the biggest lesson we got is in, intuition is always right. Mm. You should never listen to your boss about
1: hiring. Okay. Um, because... So you met Char, your co-founder, at Lemonway. Lemon yes. So you guys worked together there. Yes. And how did you know that Char was the person you wanted to start the business with? Well,
0: because um, first, it's very hard to, to have a technical co-founder. You know, like a lot of mm. people are like, I need a CTO. I need a CTO. Yeah. I think like, yeah, it's one of the main pain points for uh, business people. Mm-hmm. Building a tech company. For sure. Yeah. For a tech company. Yeah. You can't build a tech company That's without a CTO, CTO co-founder. Yeah. I, I don't know the rate of success, but yeah. best tech companies is where the CTO is the CEO, you know, yeah. <laughs> because they know about product. And um, I think because with Charles, he also liked the adventure. So he liked it. Yeah. And I think like it was kind of natural. I was like, uh, we, are, we get along well. whale. Uh, he's very strong technically wise. Mm. It made me realize the importance of product. Mm. Because also I didn't know about fintech, but I didn't know about product. Mm. Like the first hire we did at July yeah. was a designer. Mm. And I was like... <laughs> Are you crazy? Yeah. A designer? Yeah. <laughs> we are not like an agency, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, we need that. Yeah. Because we need to have the, even if like the back end is not strong enough yeah. or I end up a back end, yeah. we need the front end to be appealing to the
1: customer and they need to feel yeah. like we have a superior product. Yeah. But, but tell me about, so there's probably people listening to the show right now that yeah. are thinking about starting a company, yeah. but don't know how to pick their co-founder or who to pick as their co-founder. Yeah. How, what advice, like not even advice, like what were the two to three things with your co-founder you're like, okay, yeah. you know what? I think we should work together. So I think the, the most important is that you
0: admire your co-founder, mm. that you feel they mm. are better than you. Because mm. if you feel superior to your co-founder, mm. I think like it's not a symbiotic relationship mm. because you will, you will feel like you need to push them, mm. etc., so you've you got to be complimentary, mm. right? Because you got to have like complimentary skills. So complimentary skills would be the yeah. first big one. And you got to admire them for that. Okay. Like not, okay, uh, they're okay in this field. you yeah. got to say, okay, I am completely clueless, yeah. but I trust them
1: Yeah. because they are you know, amazing. So Matthias, in this last round of funding, you decided to give your first angel investors an opportunity to exit the business. Yeah. And what made you think of doing that for them? So it
0: was an opportunity because we had a fund that wanted to come in mm. but we could not take so much dilution. Yeah. So we were like we like this fund. Yeah. And he, it, oh, oh, and also we like the opportunity that they could follow on in later rounds. Mm-hmm. So we said okay let's try to find some co Yeah. and it matched. So we reached out to those angels and we said now is the time if you want you can get not a 10x return but yeah. you can get a decent return. Yeah. What was the it? return?
1: Return was four x. Four x, yeah. Four x in a couple of years. That's that's really good for yeah. them. i r R thirty five percent. Um, okay, <laughs> so nice. it's like beating the market. What have been the two biggest challenges or three biggest challenges with hiring people um, that you've learned across this process? Okay, so
0: there's a lot right yeah. <laughs> with people. I mean, it's the heart of the thing. And the bigger you become, and it's the more it's about people. So your first hires is the most important, etc. But I would say like. For the hiring process, the biggest lesson we got is in, intuition is always right. Mm. So you put all of this process and sometimes you feel something isn't right. Mm. You follow the process, mm. but you're like, by the process it works, but I feel like something's not working. Mm. And I, I think people don't follow enough the intuition because mm. they think it's like irrational. Mm. But it's actually, I had a friend told me that it's actually a, Uh, primal mechanism that Mm. your body sends to warn you that something isn't right Mm. but that your brain hasn't had the time to fully process.
1: Mm.
0: And it's actually true. Mm. Like, every time we had a bad intuition about a hire, it actually ended up revealing itself. Mm. Um, And then also defining your culture. It's very hard because you always hear founders, like late stage founders saying culture is very important because I think it's like Building a culture for, like, 20 people is not too hard. Building a culture for, like, 100 people is much harder. Yeah. Because if you want to talk, let's say, just even 10 minutes with each of your employees yeah. per year, you would need a 1,000 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? It's just not Just 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And the people will feel frustrated because yeah. you only talk 10 minutes to them. Yeah. So you can't have a personal relationship, etc. So you have to build this thing where... People feel like they're close to the top management, even if they're not, because they don't really talk to the CEO or to the CTO. Very hard. Yeah. So that's what I think is about culture. It's like people feel
1: close to each other. Yeah. Without actually being. Right. Personally. Have you ever been um, forced to make a hire that like you've regretted?
0: Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So actually, yeah, it happened. um, And I think... You should never listen to your board about hiring. Okay. Um, because it's like it's your own process. Mm. Your board is not making your hiring. They can mm. vet, but they should not push a hire to you. Mm. I think because mm. it happened to us. What happened? So we had. Um, we were uh, before our not our last so, fundraiser. So, so, so
1: just to clarify. Your board came up to you and was like, Matthias, we want you to bring in this person or exactly. this type of person at they the said, company. They
0: said you need to you need to show that you can hire top level people. Okay. Because we only had it, talent is very difficult, right? Yeah. And when you don't have money, yeah, just the equity. Afford, yeah, 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 it's like you should give ten percent equity to, you know, convince someone that's already done it, like it's worth it. Very difficult. Yeah. So they said, ah, look at this profile. Yeah, she looks perfect on paper. Yeah. You should hire her. Yeah. So we're like, okay, let's do the hiring process, and we had this intuition. We had like eh, some some stuff
1: don't work, but so in the process, you had a gut feeling that mm, like this this is not gonna work. Yes, but because you felt pressured by the board, you're like, and that was a big mistake. That was a big mistake
0: because it was a perfect match on paper, Mm. but actually, it was a, a failed hire for a top executive talent. Mm. And I remember when I listened to the CEO of Stripe on a podcast and she said it was the same, like a lot of executive <laughs> hires, mm. Mm. they fail uh, because, you know, it's perfect match on paper, mm. but people don't follow like, okay, it's not, it's not just about like your
1: resume mm. and
0: how good your uh, resume looks. Mm. You know, it's really about the person.
1: So you end up hiring this person yeah. and then letting them go.
0: Yeah, because it was a complete mismatch. What does success look like for you? or July? Mm. So I used to think that financial return was not important. Mm. I used to think like, you know, it was more like a social return, etc. Mm. But now I'm more nuanced. Mm. I would say like we live in this capitalist world mm. and we are embracing it. If you're an entrepreneur, you should embrace it. You can have some view on how, you know, especially about externalities, I think now capitalism is incorporating externalities so you are thinking what's your carbon footprint Mm -hmm. what's your social impact etc but it's still at the core capitalism because what brings or what elevates society is capitalism so no for me success will be like building a great company Mm -hmm. which valuation is not fake it's Mm -hmm. true Mm -hmm. because
1: it creates economic activity for people Mm. what matters to you most in life and why Uh, enjoying Mm.
0: enjoying yeah so like a lot of people don't enjoy the work they do Mm. and I would say like just quit your work you know even if you go homeless or um, not maybe homeless but jobless for three months five months six months Mm. have some friends help you live on a low budget and find something that really resonates with you Mm. and you know enjoy whatever moment you do enjoy it Mm. and especially enjoy the time with your family I, I wrote this stuff about my, you know, the age of my father. So my father is now not too old either. It's like fifty-seven or fifty-eight. Mm-hmm. And you know, according to the average age expectancy, if I see him only once a year, in France, mm. for the for the men, I will maybe see him twenty times more. Mm. So every time I see him, it's five percent of the remaining time I should see him. Mm. So when you have that yeah. in mind, you're like, okay. Never do something that you don't enjoy and mm. enjoy every moment you're, you know, spending with people, even if you're not doing something very exciting, yeah. but just talking to the person, having a great conversation, mm. sharing some food, mm. sharing some culture, yeah. you know, going to the beach, enjoying the sun, yeah, yeah it's enough.
1: Yeah. <laughs>